Have a few minutes? You won't believe what you can do with it. Open a Regions checking account online in as little as five minutes. Then enjoy award-winning service and banking tools and tech that help you live in the moment. Learn more at regions.com slash live in the moment. Regions Bank member FDIC. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. Gwinnett Business Radio is presented by Regions Bank. Brave the beginning. Member FDIC. And hello again, everybody. Welcome to a special edition of Gwinnett Business Radio here on Business Radio X. This is our third annual Pink Out, which we like to call the Pink Blowout in Studio, partnering with the American Cancer Society and our local community partners as well. Um, I am joined by my co-host today because I'm sitting in the captain's seat. Hello, Mike Salmond. Hey there, Amanda. How are you? Doing well. It looks like a pink unicorn threw up in the studio. (laughs) But in the best way. If our listeners could only see all the little tiny glitter hats that these oh, fellas they will. have. <laughs> they will. I'll take lots of photos while you're talking. Very exciting. Well, I'm going to um, just give a little bit of information about the um, campaign and our enthusiasm behind it. This is a distinguished group of community leaders that is determined. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You sit, you sit here with distinguished group and I'm looking at a guy with feathers on his head. <laughs> they know. are distinguished gentlemen, in fact. Mm, very and, you know, That's just a testament to show how much fun we can have while all working so hard for a good cause. So this group of distinguished community leaders are determined to raise awareness and funds to support the American Cancer Society's mission to save more lives than ever before from breast cancer. All the proceeds raised from this um, fundraiser will help the American Cancer Society save lives through early detection, prevention, research, and patient support. Um, I am joined by a longtime friend of the studio and just a friend personally, Bill Floor and Bruce Nelson. Welcome back, fellas. Thank you. Thank you very much. I feel like we just saw each other at a tournament a couple weeks ago. I think we did, just a couple weeks ago. And that was the putting on the pink tournament at Hamilton Mill. Tell our listeners really quickly the success that you were able to have um, from that effort. So it was a record year for putting on the pink. Rico put put this on, and uh, the sponsors were out. Uh, The golfers were out. It was a beautiful day. Everything, uh, I want to say, went flawless, but Mm -hmm. it was was a record year. Uh, Just barely beat the record a couple years ago, but, you know, thinking of the things we've been through with uh, COVID and things over the last couple of years, it, it was uh, it was a banner year. Yeah, it was really nice to see. All, everybody came out, and like you said, just a refreshed you know, sense of energy and everything. It was amazing. You mentioned something, and we won't spend too much time on it because I'm pandemicked out, and I'm sure you guys yeah. are too. But last year, we had you guys in the studio, and I think that we would all agree that the campaign suffered because of our inability mm. to get out there and be amongst people um, while the organization tried to revive it through the Zooms and the um, – you know, online events, virtual events. Yes. This Mm -hmm. year we're back and better than ever because we're able to do things together and we're here in the same room together. You're you're absolutely right, man. It makes a huge difference. Uh, You know, 2020 was a hard year for many reasons. And, you know, like you said, pandemic doubt, but it really put a hurting on the American Cancer Society and charities as as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, As an example, ACS was down $250 million. And if you think about what $250 million would do in a normal year, um, it just had a, it had a devastating impact, um, you know, because most of the events are held outdoors. If you think of the yeah. largest fundraiser that American Cancer Society does is Relay for Life. Mm. And that's done with schools and those type of things. And, and that was 
not able to happen yeah, in 2020. Yeah, it's all in person. You got it. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can't do that virtually, yeah. and especially with schools because what schools are going through. Mm-hmm. But just as importantly, we mentioned that, you know, when we get into the Real Men Wear Pink campaign part of it, it's about awareness and it's about the fundraising. So the fundraising is a big is a big loss for sure. But the awareness part is is something that doesn't get mentioned through the pandemic. For the first time in many years, cancer stats are going in the wrong direction Mm -hmm. because people didn't get their mammograms. They didn't get their colonoscopies, things that we don't want to talk about because of the fear of going to the hospital and going to the doctor. So the the other thing that's negative in that, I don't want to make it negative. I just want to really put the plug for anybody that's listening to make sure you personally and your family personally catch up on those things. We'll talk about fundraising in a little bit, but do your checkups. If you're behind, the, the worst stat last year is the, the, stage of detection went up mm-hmm. right and if we all know anything about cancer the earlier you catch it the better your odds are to beat it right so waiting is really not an option mm-hmm. that's a good point and i didn't even think about that because everybody was homebound you know nobody was really going out so um as bruce mentioned it's, it is in and very important for everybody to get out there and Absolutely. help the prevention yeah you have to continue you know life continues and and that's part of life and like you said bruce it, it's a shame you know, that people were not able to do all that. So uh, here we are, we're returning more towards the norm. So let's resume and let's get that early detection and let's get the awareness and let's get the money out there. Let's do everything we can possible to make this right. And speaking of awareness, that is the reason that we're all wearing pink. Everybody in the room has on the pink and it's kind of a visual aid within the community Mm -hmm. for people to ask, you know, because you guys are all um, high caliber gentlemen in in the workforce and you might not ordinarily wear this much pink. (laughs) So it's definitely a conversation starter. Some people maybe, you know, some maybe maybe not. And it's definitely an incentive for people to learn more. Mm -hmm. I do just want to say that we do have three of the the OG real men wear pink here in studio. <laughs> Bill Flora from the first campaign, hey. also Bruce Nelson. And we were surprised by Michael Jones hey. today. Michael. He popped hey, in Michael. to say hello. I snuck him in, you know. So we that have three fun. of the OGs and we have four awesome new honorees. Mm. And um, before I introduce them, I just want to give Bill and Bruce an opportunity to say anything else to the audience. Well, you already said it, it and, and that's the awesome gentlemen that are in it. We have 34 this year, so it's a record number of men. We usually like to try to get around 25 to 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, 34 is a great addition. Um, we expect to set records. Uh, last year, we did achieve our goal in 2020, even though it was very tough to do virtually. Um, but the, the, the gentlemen stepped up. So the group that we've put together this year – and I said this at the kickoff, and we did get to do that live. We didn't have to do it virtually, so it was a lot of fun. Um, and it was good to go back to that. Uh, I really felt like it's the strongest group of distinguished leaders, all kinds of people that we've put together this year, and they're already off to a great start. And, and their goal, again, is to raise as many funds as they can, uh, to raise that awareness that wearing the pink is the important piece. You know, you run out of pink after 31 days in October, and, and many of them started in September early. But it does make people, when they see you, ask, it's like, I'm seeing you wear a lot of pink, or you're pretty bright today, or something like that. And that brings up that opportunity to talk about what they're doing for the Cancer Society and, and to let them know about their checkups and to, to give them the opportunity to, to uh, donate to the cause. Yeah. And for those listening out there really quickly, we'll give the, the website in the beginning and also the end. You can simply Google um, Real Men Wear Pink of Atlanta, and you'll have the opportunity to check out all the honorees. Feel free to make a donation or see if you can help in any other way. 
All right. So you guys can't see us, but we're going to be playing musical chairs because we are deep here in studio today. So I'm going to tag Bruce and Bill out and we're going to tag some of the honorees in as I begin the introductions. So as I mentioned before, and as Mike kindly highlighted, these distinguished gentlemen who are all wearing pink today, we are and feathers and feathers and we've got pom poms and And boas and hats. And it's just exciting. Uh, Bill, Bill Floor and Michael Jones were here representing Rico. And in addition, we have got um, Todd Miller from the Rico team. I've got Kim, or excuse me, Kim, Jim Cozell from World Emblem, Bruce Dunbar of Connects, and then also Jeff Stylin. He be Stylin. He is the Global Director of Information um, Technology, Contract, and Logistics Systems for UPS. And he's been traveling the world, okay? And we'll hear about his travels here in just a moment. But first, I want to give you all an opportunity to say hello to our audience and tell us a little bit about your companies and the importance of what you are doing with this campaign and your role within. Let's start with Jim. So um, my name's Jim Cozell. I am uh, the CEO of World Emblem. World Emblem started about 25 years ago to make name tags and company emblems for the uniform industry, but it's morphed into so much more. We make decorations and embellishments for uh, just about any industry right now and some really prestigious companies. I mean, we decorate for Tervis Tumblers all the way through Perry Ellis, Callaway Golf, Richardson Cap. So we have had an enormous amount of following through the whole thing. The, um, we're mainly a B2B company, but we do have three websites out there that are available to the general public. First of all, called uh, Fast Pens, and Fast Pens, you can get pens engraved with whatever you want for different events or uh, different companies. And the cool thing about that is it's just you can do it in small quantities. You don't have to order thousands. The second one is stickers. Uh, stickers International, you can get like the, the social distancing stickers that you see in the hallways and stuff like that. And then the third one is the more important one, which is called Name Badges International. And Name Badges International is for like your high-end hospitality badges. But back in 2020, in April, when we, the pandemic was at its you know, peak and when the, the country was shut down, we took that website and we also started adding masks to it. Wow. So if you go on that ma- the website right now, namebadgesinternational.com or .us, you can find it where you sell masks. And if you click, there's a pink button on there for the occasion. Click on the pink nice. button, you can get masks that have the, uh, the, the uh, pink ribbon. You can get gators with the pink ribbon. And they have some real men wear pink masks and real men wear pink gators, which Very is way cool. cool. So it's pretty cool. World Emblem's done a great job of um, supporting me. This is my very, very first year, so we kind of kind of browned into it a little bit. The, um, we're going to, the entire company will be wearing pink on Monday. Uh, when I mean the entire company, we've got a 1,000 people that work for us spread over three countries. And they, um, we're, we're going to do the pink out, which will be pretty interesting. They're going to give us a little bit of marketing on that as well. They're going to put some pictures on that, get, start linking it to my page. So anybody who saw, sees that can go to our page to donate. And then they're going to um, they're going to do some other donations and some funds as well during the course of the, the October month. Um, you know, it's a little bit selfish though because if we're in reality, like I said, we got a thousand people. Seventy-five percent of our population in our employment is women. Huh. So you can't have seventy-five percent of a thousand people not in some way, form, be touched by this or be affected by breast cancer. And yeah. so that's why it's it's really a, a perfect fit for the organization. My personal involvement in it, um, my mom was a breast cancer uh, survivor. You know, she, uh, through early detection and she had a single mastectomy, she gained about 20 years on her life. And that, that's, that's priceless. And what American Cancer Society does around that and all the things that they've done over the last years has been amazing. So, 
Well, we're glad to have you here today, uh, Jim. It's, it's a pleasure. I hope I can. I've seen some of the numbers these guys are putting up. I'm starting to like feel embarrassed. Like I gotta get. That's one of my favorite parts. Is you know? the competitive spirit. I gotta kick this in the game a little bit. <laughs> it's all in good fun. And seated next to you, we have Mr. Bruce Dunbar of Connects. All right, yeah, Bruce Dunbar. Connects is a company that has a lot of services within North America, and we're really reaching towards South America too. What we do is we provide services for our clients, mainly in the financial, uh, healthcare, and there are other other verticals as well. But we're really really proud of it. I love working for this company because the word I get from my customers is they love us, which is awesome, absolutely awesome. So I'm a consultant, a sales consultant, I would say, and I try to bring my clients um, a really good cloud experience as well as um, bringing them into the future. For example, we do a lot of work with natural language understanding IVR apps, and you might think, what is that? It's, you can actually speak to it as if you're speaking to, uh, you're, you're in a drive-through at a restaurant, and you can say, I, I'd like a cheeseburger, i like mustard. Wait a minute, I, I don't want ketchup on that. And the app will get it. It'll understand what you're saying, and it'll pick it up, and it'll talk back, say, okay, display things on a screen, so it's really cool stuff. Um, something that we haven't experienced on a, on a grand scale in the, in the business industry, but we're making a lot of headway. I've got several clients now that we're working with. Um, we were talking about personal experience. That was a good, uh, good intro there, Jim. So personal experiences. I, I'm a UGA grad. Go dogs. Tomorrow's oh, oh. Auburn. Yeah. He's got on a UGA shirt today for that, you guys. It's pinkish. It's pinkish. <laughs> uh, but a dear friend of mine that I met in college, and she was one of my first intros to this huge group of friends that were still, you know, we still hang out today. And, and uh, last, uh, about six years ago, she was diagnosed. She went through chemo, radiation. It was really tough on her. And then for the rest of us to just witness it. And, you know, dear friend, and she made it. She's still with us. She's five years clean. Uh, but then recently, a business acquaintance of mine who also, I, I consider her a friend, and um, I met with her in February, and she seemed fine. And then I just heard that in May she was diagnosed. She had a bilateral uh, mastectomy. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's got to be awful for her. But nevertheless, um, she's alive, and she, has, she doesn't have to go through any more treatments, no chemo no radiation and this is a testimony to getting diagnosed early and so that's one of the things that we're really uh, pushing now mm -hmm. yeah pushing is get it early you know get your diagnosed get your mammograms mm -hmm. and the other cancers that we have and we all are touched by that and so I just wanted to share those two absolutely stories yeah well uh, for those that are listening but they can't see he does have on some awesome bright pink socks <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And then next at the table, we have got Todd Miller, also of Rico. How are you today, Todd? Wonderful. Thank you. Good. Thanks for being here. A so, little bit about Rico. We are a technology company. I work for Rico USA, which is the U.S. branch of the operations for Rico Company Limited, based out of Japan. So we are a global company. We have over 20,000 employees in the U.S. doing things from IT services, whether it's on-site, remote management, of course, production printers, office printers, office MFPs, and along with workflow software. The nice thing about working for Rico is we are a real 
we push as one of our values social responsibility. Mm -hmm. And the company has gotten greatly behind my campaign by advertising it through national emails. So it's not just the people here in Atlanta supporting me, but it is the company you know, nationwide basically helping out, um, whether through advertising a campaign, offering to give away prizes that are donating or that people are donating for the event. So it is very nice to work for a company that takes this so serious and it backs me up. The personal link to this, really believe strongly in the cause. I have two sisters-in-law that are both breast cancer survivors. And it goes to Bruce's point about the early detection because they were detected early. They went through numerous rounds of treatments and surgeries, but I'm happy to say that both are survivors and doing great right now. Thank goodness. I'm also gonna tag on, on Bruce with the Georgia connection. So in addition to all the work I do with Rico, I'm also the assistant hockey coach for the University of Georgia men's hockey team. Awesome. And, and we do have two events coming up that they are allowing me to have advertisement for my campaign in addition to what we're doing from the hockey team raising money. We have Pink in the Rink, October 14th and 15th at the Classic Center in Athens. On the 14th, which is a Thursday night, we play Clemson. And then we play the Nerds, Georgia Tech, on <laughs> Friday the 15th. So if you have a chance, check out ugahockey.com and get your tickets to the game and come out and support a great cause. That's exciting. Well, we have a, a hockey fanatic here in studio, aside from your affiliation, our um, studio owner over there, Mike what's, Salmon. What's, what's really sad is when I was at Georgia, we didn't have a hockey team then. Because if we did, I'd, I'd be out there. <laughs> I would have been out there. That would have been his ride. Well, I want to come back to and maybe um, we'll ask Michael when he, he um, jumps in the hot seat. I know Rico is heavily involved with this campaign. That's how I first became uh, a partner with Bruce and with Bill three years ago. So I'd like to learn more about that specific relationship, but I'll ask Michael later on. Thank you for being here with us today. You're welcome. And we're coming on over to Mr. Jeff Stylin. And I'm saying that with such enthusiasm because I had a terrible time pronouncing his last name at the beginning of the show. But then he gave me the little Stylin reference, and now that's all I can think of. Because he be Stylin. What's your middle name? What's your middle name, Jeff? Uh, today it's Ima. Ima Stylin. All right. And he also has on lots of pink. He's got a hot pink laces. Thank you on his shoes. So tell us a little about, about your role with UPS, some of your travels, and then about your participation within the campaign. Oh, most certainly. But first, uh, I got to say it's an honor to be here, very humbling with these esteemed gentlemen. And to see the effort already progressed in the short what, six, seven days, already over about like 113,000. So to your point earlier, they're very aggressive and at it. So it is a competition. Um, actually, this month, I'm honored uh, because I am beginning my 37th year with UPS. Wow, congratulations. And one of the core values of UPS, much as you indicated with Rico, has always been across those 114 years, our community engagement and our community service and to give back in the multiple global communities in which we work and live. And across those 114 years, that has been one of the core foundations that's helped driven me. And through UPS, I got first introduced to the American Cancer Society back in 2007, and it's been a partnership ever since across multiple Relay for Lives. Uh, we used to shut down the George Washington Bridge. Unlike Governor Christie, we did it legally <laughs> for, a, for a 5K and 10K uh, and, and, and various strides events. But um, for, the, for the personal passion, that I'd have to go to my mother. So my mother is a 44-year breast cancer survivor this mm -hmm. year, and she's been invited by the state of Wisconsin to be the keynote speaker at the Making Strides event in Milwaukee this year. So she, that's actually awesome. taking place this weekend. So I'm virtually supporting her from afar. Uh, but 
Uh, I've had her speak at a couple of the events over my 15 years, and i got to share this story because it's just amazing. So here she is in front of about 2,000 high school students and their parents, and they're gathered. And back in 1977, going through a double mastectomy and going through the surgeries, it was raw, mm-hmm. right? It, it didn't progress, and, and she was one of the first at the time in our area. So what's happening is the doctors are kind of talking to her, and you know how you sit there with that gown that kind of opens in the back, and, and they lean into her and they go, you know, you can be any size you want. She goes, no, thank you. <laughs> the doctors are, huh? No, no, let, let's get this straight. You can be any size you wish. No, no, thank you. Now the doctors are confused. They don't understand why she's not electing to take advantage. Right. And so they ask her a third time. She gets a little upset. She goes, because I can't afford all new clothes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And so she, she continues. And, uh, and I'm sitting here going, because I had introduced her, and I'm watching the students and the parents, and, and they're just rolling and they're laughing. And back then I realized you make it personal. And the core foundations of what we do how to make the ask, become educated where the funds go, whether it's a Hope Lodge, 1-800-227-2345 for the 24 by 7, where one out of every two women diagnosed with breast cancer will call, learn how to put on their eyebrows, learn how to put on their wigs, learn how to get rides. And so become educated where the funds go. But when we're in fundraising, the other thing you always understand is you have to embrace the no. You're going to get nine no's before you get your first yes. And just like Larry Bird once said, you miss 100% of the shots you never take. If you never make the ask, the answer is always no. And then a personal commitment, number four for me is next year I can do more. Yes. And so I've been honored through UPS and the opportunities UPS has provided me to begin locally, then go to the state level, then the region level, then the national level, to your point earlier, the international level, um, doing things in the Asia Pacific region and Kuala Lumpur and Singapore. And you really recognize this isn't a localized disease. It is a global disease. And for women, just recently, breast cancer globally for diagnosis has surpassed lung cancer. Wow. And that's why we're here. Awareness, awakening, and fundraising. I like that. Awareness, awakening, and fundraising. And if I may put you on, on the spot really quickly, didn't I read in your bio that you participate in a board manner on the ACS? Uh, yes, after returning from Singapore, I was just recently invited to join the Atlanta, Georgia area board of directors, and our next meeting is coming up next week. Very so cool. very proud and humbled. Awesome. Well, as you can hear, there's a, a lot of passion behind uh, these gentlemen and their efforts to raise funds for the cause. Uh, we got to hear a little bit about their um, community in- involvement and also about their companies that stand behind them. Um, everybody wearing pink here today. Last year, there was some talk, Michael can attest to this, about there being a penalty if you don't wear pink every day. Mike, isn't that what you recall? Sure. Sure? Is, is that still how the game is played? You two, have to wear two, it every day. Yeah, two minutes in the penalty so box. If so if you're caught out on the streets, per se, and you don't have anything pink on, then what? There is, uh, I know Michael was talking last year about there being a donation penalty, possibly. Yeah, we just simply rate, we double your target goal for fundraising. So that's that's it. That's it, it's double. It's pretty simple. Gotta and, wear and the our, pink our every day. Our aggregate goal is about, what, close to 300000 I think two ninety five. Someone chickened out with five grand. I don't know why, but it should be three hundred thousand. So Todd, can we commit to the other five? Sure, we will commit to. All it. right. So our goal is three hundred thousand. Is that still uh, the case? Are we still being penalized for not wearing pink in the marketplace, guys? I gotta know, because if I see you on the streets, 
It's going down. I Call them out. I think down. we're in. Call them out. We're in. Yep. Uh huh. All right. I think we are. Now I'd say it, it could just need a few dollars because goodness, mm. you know, like you said, you got to recycle all those pink items, and you know, on the weekend you might, but I say somewhere the socks or something like that. So let's just kind of open table and have some fun and talk about some of the unique. Um, fundraising that you've done through the the wearing of pink like we heard about coloring hair we heard about um, you know fun drives so on and so forth tell us some of the fun and um, different things that you guys are doing with the pink efforts anybody that would like to share Michael I'm looking at you <laughs> <laughs> we're, so we're doing a, a bit of everything as Bruce alluded to earlier um, post-pandemic um, if you will uh, or at least um, with social distancing we're able to get out now and so if you go on the website that you mentioned before you'll see our honorees are already uh, soliciting through partnerships with local uh, businesses and I want to encourage any business that you know is looking to get back to health in mm -hmm. terms of uh, you know economic health uh, you know have an event where you are focused around real men wear pink a campaign and yeah. maybe uh, open up your doors and we can bring in the crowd and give us a little bit of the receipts uh, percentage of the receipts and uh, it'll be a great cause and it'll also uh, boost business and now might I be so bold as to say it is a, a, a taxable donation right absolutely it, it is can, yeah absolutely so hey, even more of the reason to give that's a great reason I was the voice from beyond. We've got Bruce on the mic. We have Bruce and Bill mic'd up. This is great. We're sharing. I'm having so much it's fun. It's so nice, yes. And, and you know, there's uh, so much company matching out there. So please don't forget about yes. your company yeah. matching. An easy way to double your funds, right? So go out there, get it. Let's contribute everybody all in. Now I'm going to ask you guys a question, and this is for um, just people like me in the marketplace that seek to do business with corporations like your own. Um, wouldn't you say that that would be kind of a, a sweet spot to kind of get involved with someone? Let's say uh, you're a hotel and you wanted Rico's rooms for the manufacturer because <laughs> we're sitting in this hotel. You want all the training rooms for Rico. Maybe you can make a sizable donation to one of the real men who wear pink campaign in an effort to gain some attention and possibly win some business. <gasps> Might I be idea. so bold? I like that. <laughs> it never hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about leveraging relationships. But back to kind of the uh, the off the beaten path things you guys are doing. Um, you know, we were talking about you have to make the ask. You have to ask your friends. You have to ask your neighbors. And we all did that fundraising when we were kids where we went around with like the little pamphlet of cakes and cookies and you knocked on your neighbor's doors. And like you were saying, you had eight no's until you got that one yes. So we all felt that discouraging feeling at a very early age. Um, and I can only imagine that you feel similar to that when you're making these asks. But I'll put it into perspective and I'm going to open the floor. Uh, last year, Ben, Ben, who was a real man who wore pink, said just a cup of, of coffee. We spend, I spend three bucks at Starbucks every day. So if you just take that accumulation, what, you got 10, 12 bucks by the end of the week? Just donate that. That little amount is not too small. Yeah, Amanda, I'll chime in on that. During my campaign, uh, and this will be... This will resonate now because we know a lot of folks aren't able to give at the same levels they were pre-pandemic. Uh, but during my campaign, we had one of our organizations inside of RICO. They had a penny war, literally, uh, and they had jugs that they collected pennies. And the idea is, you know, the comp competition uh, evolves around putting silver and dollars in other people's jugs. Okay. And so that all adds up into the giving. 
but at the end of the day, we raised close to $800, literally, from people donating coins. Change, yeah. So sure. it, any contribution, no matter how small, contributes to that $300,000 goal. Yeah, it just shows it all adds up. It, it, from pennies to eight hundred dollars, just mm-hmm. like that. From the eight hundred dollars to three hundred thousand, is a, is a group of the men together. Can I ask you a weird question, Jim? Yes. As you get to know me, you'll you'll see I ask a lot of it. weird things. Um, just coming from a consumer standpoint, you know, you make goods. Mm-hmm. Is it possible? You know, like when I go to Panda Express, they ask me, do I want to donate a dollar to whatever random fund? And I always decline. But I say, please round up my total. So if I spend nine fifteen, they round it up to $10 even. And that might seem small, but if everybody at the drive-thru does that, it makes an impact. So from a consumer standpoint, is that something that is even possible to do uh, in your world to kind of help? Uh, it is. Um, it would have to be done on a website level, and I think it's a great idea. It would definitely be something worth worth working for because out of the three websites, it would be easy to sit there and say, hey, click this button for the roundup. Yeah, right. No, that's up. a great idea. I just thought of it. And you're the only one that sells, like, literal things at the yeah, table no, right? I could think <laughs> of, so I could ask. Yeah, and but one of the partners is, is Napa Genuine Parts, and they do some similar things nationwide. So you see they always do a good job. Uh, the CEO in the first year we did Real Men Wear Pink, from Kroger was a part of it and that was one of the roundup campaigns so part of that is the key being able to get someone in that does sell and that's an opportunity absolutely that's a great idea go ahead I think it's important this day and age when you're fundraising is how do you sustain that ask if you're gonna ask for funds or goods and services you may get lucky that one time but how do you sustain it perpetuate it and my philosophy there is how do you make the personal connection so if you're holding a little avenue you're holding a group together what I'll do is I'll shut off all the lights. Now it's a complete dark room. And as they had entered, I gave everyone a glow stick. Then I say, if your mother's been impacted by cancer, break your glow stick. Crack, crack, you, you see a couple. Right. And then you move to the father, you move to the grandparents, brothers, sisters, close friends. And before you're done, everyone in the room has cracked their glow stick and holding it, and everyone just made that personal connection. Mm-hmm. Then you go in to understand they ask and where the value is and that became what I mentioned earlier become educated where the funds go because then they see the value the hope lodges if you will right the research that becomes so important on drugs that uh, may take someone from a 14 percent chance of survival celebrating another 17 years worth of birthdays wow that yeah, was an awesome visual example like I when you were saying that I was like I was the clack, cracking a glow stick with you in the room good parallel yeah, and uh, you know, I'm glad you said that. Make the personal touch because for me, it is a personal touch. This is my third year on here. Last year, I came on. They asked me if I could stay on as an alumni chair, right? Because I just love people. I love meeting people like you, right? This year, I'm a co-chair with this guy. You know, it's just it's it's personal now. And I told him, I said, ACS. I said, you're not getting rid of me, right? I said, I'm staying on until you kick me out, and I'm not worth anything anymore. But I guarantee, I'll. I'll keep it coming. I'll bring on people like Jim. This is my good buddy over there, Jim Cozell. And I love reaching out to everyone that is a part of this community to pitch in and help and make it personal. So I love that. Kind of like you said, we all are there were I had not met several of you until today you all kind of come in studio as strangers and we have this common goal and we leave as friends so it kind of spiders out I can say um, like Michael I have gained friends over the years just through this experience and kind of with the friendship our, our knowledge and awareness spiders out as well 
Now, because I do have Rico on the mic, and Rico is a great partner of ours, unless Mr. Salmon is coming back on the mic and he has something to say. No, you want to ask your question, I'll hand the mic back. Okay. And then I get a question later. To the Rico team, and I know all the corporate partners at the table um, are enthusiastic, UPS included. Um, my direct connection with this campaign and enthusiasm began with Bill and Bruce. Now, Bruce at the time was with Rico, but he since retired, but he can never retire. He'll tell you that. I'd like to understand why it is so important to Rico specifically to support this campaign. I know you do a lot within the community, but this is on the forefront. We had the tournament not too long ago. We do this together. Explain, if you can, um, why you guys are so passionate about this specific foundation. Well, it's, it's one, it's a great partnership. Um, you know, it started about six or seven years ago as far as the, the, um, the, the putting tournament, right? Um, but there's other things that, that actually grew out of a partnership with American Cancer Society. So just like UPS sitting at the table is a partner with RICO and, and Bruce Dunbar comes from a partnership, um, American Cancer Society is a great customer of Rico's, and we have a lot. I, I say we. Say I'm not retired again. <laughs> uh, so, so Rico has on-site employees at the American Cancer Society. So it goes to show a lot of times it's not just customers and vendors. It really is partnerships. So it, it, it kind of grew into that. They asked for a little help on a, on a couple of projects, and then we helped make some signage for them, and then it became – uh, a connection with the Hope Lodge with um, some si some more signage there and then we came up with the tournament and the tournament grew and then five years ago Real Men Wear Pink was invented and uh, you know I was asked to participate in that and then after that the legacy continues Michael did it uh, three years ago my son did it last, last year. year Todd's doing it this year so I'd like to think that legacy will continue but it is the partnership that Rico created with American Cancer Society um, beyond just being a customer. And then it just grew into what it is now. That's a beautiful thing. It's evolved into a beautiful thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. As we kind of round the end of the show, fellas, I do want to give everybody an opportunity to maybe, um, you know, end with a final thought or something that they'd like to share. Let's let's keep the spirits high. And I see Mike Salmon's back on the microphone. Well, on your, your goal of keeping spirits high, I'm going to actually ask a serious question. Okay. Oh, my goodness. You're giving me the look. Do you, any of you, I'd like to get your thoughts. Are we ever going to beat this thing? Are we ever going to beat it? That's, that's my question. I'd like to get your thoughts. I believe so. I, I think that um, if you take a look at where, where the – you know, where the technology was back in the late 70s, which is also when my mom had cancer, and you look at what's going on now and the different things that have evolved, the early detection, the technology behind finding out, um, you know, finding the DNA portions of what's going on with it and what causes it, yeah, we'll beat it. We're going to beat this thing. You know, I, I agree, too, because you mentioned something very powerful there, which is DNA, and that seems to be the, the catalyst these days for a lot of different cures for a lot of different things. You know, we're going through this global pandemic right now. Um, I would say that cancer, you could consider that a pandemic, all forms of cancer, but it comes down to the tech, the science. And everybody's telling science, follow the science. But it's true with respect to cancer because of the, you know, the explosion of technology that we've had that started with DNA. So, yeah, it's, it's doable. Mm -hmm. I believe the same thing especially when you look at the money that we're raising here and the money that's raised before going to the grants for the research I mean 19 different grants they funded last year to help not only in prevention and detection but a cure for it 
you know, and other and on top of the treatments that they already have, but new ones coming with the technology and the science that they can we can invest in through the funds we're making here. When the studies were breast and lung cancer and early on and high levels, and then the research has gotten us to where we're now going after rare forms of leukemia, where once was a 14 or 17 percent chance of survival, soon we'll be getting to the ones and the twos and then the zero. That's exciting. Um, as we have microphone hopping going on back there, I do just want to say one thing that I never personally thought of was how it impacts not only ladies, but men. Obviously, I knew that happened, but it's not as um, common, shall I say, or widely known. So it's just as important for the fellas to get their exams as it is for the men. Bruce. Well, I just was going to switch gears a little bit to a question you asked earlier about, you know, how they raise funds and some upcoming events. And I guess as you're starting to wrap it up, I'd throw in a few that if you look on that, again, to the website, um, you know, re uh, search for Real Men Wear Pink of Atlanta, you can look on there. And there's two that are that jump right out on there, uh, other than Todd's, uh, the, the pink on the ring thing that are going on, uh, at Arnett's Chop Shop, Tuesday night, the 12th. Uh, three other gentlemen that are CEOs and, and uh, CTOs of companies are having a big event there. So if you love steak. And then uh, we have uh, another radio station, uh, 680 The Fan. Brandon Leak, who's a radio personality there, is doing a wine tasting on October 17th at the Vineyard Wine Market. And the last one is probably the easiest, is on Saturday the 23rd is Making Strides. And they... What we've been trying to do more at the Cancer Society now is partner some of these events together. Like you see Real Men Wear Pink at the Putten Tournament, and you see Real Men Wear Pink going to the Relay for Life three years ago. Well, now they're on stage this year. They'll be recognized for any of the Real Men Wear Pink honorees that go there will go on stage and be part of Making Strides. So, uh, you know, if you could, that, that's a great event in Centennial Park. We encourage everyone to come out on that day, and then you can support both. But it all goes to American Cancer Society exciting bill did you have anything to add thank you very much no I, I really appreciate it and like you said i, I appreciate your friendship Aww. more than anything and uh, this partnership and it, it's been great thank you for your support thank everyone who's listening for all your support and let's uh, just all get involved and do what we can we, we have to it's our we obligation isn't it it is our responsibility we're going to use the power of pink to raise funds all right now i do want to just thank all of our distinguished guests for joining us today um, you heard from Bill Floor, Bruce Nelson, our surprise and awesome guest, Michael Jones, Jim Cozell. Did I say it right? Yay! Okay, <laughs> gosh. Um, Todd Miller, Bruce Dunbar, and Jeff Stylin. Um, you guys, please make sure to stay connected with us personally on social media. You can follow us at Gwinnett Radio X. And um, this show will be available on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be sending it out to all the fellows so they can use it for their fundraising efforts. And again, the website to make a donation or contribution and to learn more about those events is realmenwearpinkatlanta.com and make a donation today. And we'll have that link on the website page where this podcast is on businessradiox.com. Absolutely. And um, for all of our listeners, for Mike Salmond, I am Amanda Pierch, and this has been a special edition of Gwinnett Business Radio. Radio.